and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to guide you through a movie. Each and every month there's a theme, and as it's May, I'm doing May Gay, which is my look at gay-themed movies. So, tonight I'm covering a movie I didn't plan on covering at all. I was planning to do Interview Vampire, or I think called Poultra Gay, or Poultra Geist, or how it was called. Um, but... I'm covering the trashy sequel to another gay movie, another gay sequel, Gays Gone Wild. Now, as much as I like the original for its gay take on American Pie, it's how much I dislike this. It's rude, crude and nude, but not in a good way. This feels cheap, rushed and out to offend for the sake of being offensive. Now, from listening to the director's commentary, I learned a handful of things such as Fort Lauderdale, pretty much paid for this entire production because they gave the f- the cast and the crew free lodgings, food and drink. It had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of free product placement. This was shot in late December 2007 with the reshoots in March 2008. The original cast refused to return due to their agents telling them not to do two game movies back to back, which the writer-director took great offence to. I think rightfully so. However, he pushed this thing far, far too far and was not mature about it at all. Even though this is supposed to be a bigger, better and ruder, this just feels cheap, sad and desperate. So, slap on the suntan and put on your speedos and be going to the beach. With a budget of between 125000 to $1 million, this thing pulled in $104,000. Starring Johan Beachman, Jake Maser, Aaron Michael Davis, Jimmy Cablotz, uh, Aramis uh, Lasada, I can pronounce his name, Perez Hilton, RuPaul, Scott Thompson, and Lady Bunny. Directed by Todd Stevens, other plot. It's the spring after events of the first movie. Andy, Nico, Griff, and Jared go on a spring break holiday to Fort Lauderdale to Paris during an all gay game show. Hmm. To win a night with an Italian hung hunk. The entire holiday is nothing but a huge fuckfest. Except Nico isn't his OTT self and feels like an outcast. Andy is now a top. Griff and Jared's relationship is on the rocks. So, how would the boys survive? Can they deal with the quote mean gaze? And who will win the date? Find out here. So the first thing I want to talk about right off the bat is Nico's character is completely changed. In the first one, he was this flamboyantly loud out character. In this one, he's sort of, I don't know, toned back, but slightly insane, as the entire world doesn't seem to pander to his wants and needs. I mean, hmm. He then feels like a freak and an outcast and weird and such, and... I'm going, no, that's what happens when you leave your bubble of comfort. I mean, hmm. Anyway, so the movie opens up on a nightmare of all oh, there's no boys dying. One electrocuted, another one has his head chopped off by a falling mirror, and the last is crushed by a falling bookcase. Not to worry, however, Nico, once again played by Johan Beachman, is safe. Like I said, bitter much. Yes, I get the fact that the original cast refused to come back, but... This was just a quick reshoot to stick it to Michael Carboni, Jonathan Chase, and Mitch Morris. How very fucking mature. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, 
Yes, it sucks that agents says no, but you have to do this one and kill them in elaborately disgusting ways. I mean, never mind. It's all a Wizard of Oz style dream. As Nico's mum, played by Stephen McVeigh, wakes Nico from his nightmare while breaking the fourth wall to take a swipe at the original cast. Wow, bitter much? I mean, hmm. Anyway, in walks the new boys, Andy, played by Jake Maser, Griff, played by Aaron Michael Davis, and Jared, played by Jimmy Cabaltz. None of them look like the original cast, and only one is better looking, that being Jared. He is much more better built, and has a much better arse, and indeed cuter. What I don't get, if you're going to recast, why kill them in a dream? Grow the fuck up, writer slash director. Andy's dad, once again played by Scott Thompson, brushes off this saying due to the blow to the head that Nico received. He will see Andy, as indeed us, will see Andy, Griff and Jared in these new bodies. But it's still the same boys. Except it isn't. Andy is now a power top, not a bottom. Griff is now a man slut and Jared is a jealous shy type. Totally different from their original cast characters. I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, up pops Muffler, once again played by Ashley Aikens, thankfully in this one thirty-second cameo as I couldn't stand her character, to tell them she's off to a lesbian golf cup tournament and won't be in this one, thankfully. Why couldn't you have done this with the other uh, original cast and had three new best friends to, from Nico's college days instead of his high school days? I mean, that would have been better, but no, they had to do this whole weird fucking dream murdering sequence thing, which utter nonsense. Anyway, up pops the Tigers with the same Nancy's Natural song, Another Gay Sunshine Day. Maybe this thing's the best thing about this entire movie. I think it is. Mm. As the Boyds board a plane to Florida, this being Trans... What was it? Trans Airplane or something like that? Oh dear. Spot film as a junior air steward, Nancy Nidatwat. And I'm sorry, but awful drag and makeup. It was like the wig was literally taken out of the bag and shaking. And the makeup is harsh, shall we say? Mm. Also spot Amanda Lapour as the head stewardess, Debbie Gottacunt. Also on board is Perez Hilton, playing himself in a truly awful Andy Warhol wig. Now, this was one of the reshoots shot in 2008, and by that time he had dyed his hair to God knows what colour, so they put on this hideous, ill-fitting wig that doesn't even hide his natural bloody well hair. Fucking cheap! So, anyway. On this flight, he blows a priest, played by Jim Varasis. Somehow, during this, Perez takes a blow to the head... Uh, and he thinks he's an anti-gay preacher. Guess you could say, Hey, Perez, how's your head? Religious! About 6% of my audience will get that joke. <clears throat> All throughout this entire movie, he tries to stop the gay hijinks and fails miserably. And can I just say here, Perez's acting is beyond porn level. Cheap. Self-made. Webcam porn at that. He can't even get a lid without fucking laughing. Jesus Christ. Anyway, now in Florida, at the hotel, which is filled by horny gays. And note, all the extras were actual locals from Florida. Up, swishies, hotel director, Tarell Tarell, played by RuPaul, in a pussycat wig. For shame! Even though he takes the piss out of pussycat wigs, all he's wearing in this entire movie is pussycat wigs. Ew, kidding, that's why he hates them. 
to tell the boys they're all on a weak game show. Hence, gay's gone wild. Okay then. Upon showing off the hotel and the pool area, the boys meet Perez. Again, who coughs up rosary beads? What the fuck? Suppose it isn't a purse fungus its mouth as a rosary beads. Hmm. Also here we meet the, quote, Mingays, the Jaspers. Jasper Prime, played by Will Wilkie. Jasper Chan, played by uh, Brandon Light. And Jasper Pledge, played by Isaac Webster. These three are the perfect plastic platinum gays. And are the leaders of this hotel for some fucking reason? Hmm. By the way, Jasper Prime is blonde, Jasper Chan is dark-haired, and Jasper Pledge is supposed to be a redhead, but he looks more brown to me, so, hmm. And note, a platinum gay means a gay born by C-section, bottle-fed, and has never had straight sex. It's a nasty term coined by Davey Wavy years ago, and if it wasn't him that coined it, he made it bloody infamous. Hmm. Anyway, Tyrell explains that Jasper's run the place with... Jasper Prime being the perfect rich preppy gay, Jasper Chan being the annoying not all gossip queen, and Pledge while being a Pledge, a wannabe Jasper, who literally has his balls shocked at will by Jasper Prime in his all plastic blonde realness. I mean, think Mean Girls, but gay. You don't want to say Mean Girls is gay, what am I saying? <laughs> anyway, cut to the Beach with the game show sets. Also, an introduction to Sandy Cove, played by the Lady Bunny. She's Tyrell's co host as they explain the rules for Gays Gone Wild to win a night with an a hung Italian hunk. And here is the start of the product placements as Sandy shows off her manhunt.net sorry, manhunt.net profile, saying this is part of the grand prize. One week free. My god, hold me back. How can I enter this competition? Also, a trip to New Jersey. Okay then. Here's the rules. Each player gets a game card and a stamp every time they stoop somebody, as Lady Bunny puts it. They get a point. The biggest whore wins the Italian hunk. Okay then. To all four boys sharing the one room with a king-size bed fit for four queens. Hey, I didn't write that joke. It was written fucking by some shitty writer. <laughs> Griff wants enough to do this game, but Jared is all in. So, it puts the relationship in a strain. Or on strain, rather. Leaving them to hash it out, Andy and Nico head to the beach. And here, not only is Nico in his fifth outfit... Of, we're all, what, about 10 minutes into this fucking movie and five hours already? God almighty. But he finds a cursed tea idol in the sand. He thinks it's a lucky charm and wears it around his neck. Too bad, it brings him bad luck. And he doesn't get laid all holiday. And note, according to the director, this is a nod to the Brady Bunch in Hawaii. I have no idea, I've watched the Brady Bunch, so pass. As that's annoying, theme, everything that's on scene, so, mm, who cares? Up walks Andy's dream guy, Luis, played by Armandes Lestada. I think I pronounced his name. And boom, Andy is in lust. Cue Andy's daydream of him getting riled or railed as the sun sets on the beach. This is supposed to be a nod from here to eternity. Hmm? 
Too bad he falls flat on his face while wearing the Tiki Idol as Luis walks off laughing. Meanwhile, back in hotel room, Griff and Jared have makeup sex, as you do. And once they're done, they both agree to join the game show, but with rules, and cue them reading a ridiculously long list of rules. So back on the beach, up run Griff and Jared in their Aussie Bum Beach Towels, product placement number two. Meanwhile, on their houseboat, the Jaspers watch on finding out Griff is a hung top, focused on the 8-inch deck, and it is a power bottom, and Jared is nothing but a horn dog. How can you use this to their advantage? <clears throat> also, we find out Pledge planted the cursed idol. Kidding. Next day, cue a game of slip and slide using lube. Product placement number three. Elbow grease lube. <clears throat> Damn you throat. <clears throat> I'm surprised this wasn't actually used on RuPaul's Drag Race, to be honest. I mean, hmm. Most men slide right off the scoreboard. The only one scoring a point is Nico, sitting pretty on 10 points because he's such a small petite gay. Jesus. Up walks Perez in a hideous mew mew with a bleached blonde, sorry, bleached orange hair. It was supposed to be blonde, but the sun turned to orange. From hell, preaching about how um, God will save them all, uh, will spite them and stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. Moving the fuck on. On to the final contestant, a fat bear who slips on Nico's tiki idol and wipes out the Jaspers. Therefore, Nico wins one fuck stamp, much to the annoyance of the Jaspers. Cue a drink at a tiki bar with Nico dressed in a pirate outfit, his seventh outfit of this movie. Also, product placement number four, just as boys, as Andy spots a DJ he met on there. Kidding. Griff acts all jealous when Jared gets picked up by said DJ, even though it's his idea for the game to start. I mean, mm. up walks Pledge to hand Nico a peace joint, but it's actually herbs, as Nico dresses a parrot for some fucking reason, dances insanely, and everybody avoids him like the bloody well plague. Meanwhile, Andy clocks Luis from across the bar and hits someone, but fails miserably as he chokes on a cherry. Is that supposed to be euthanism for something? Hmm. Luis thinks it is cute to introduce himself and boom, they're in love. As they try to outgeek each other, Luis flashes the Vulcan peace hand symbol thing, saying what the fuck it is, and Andy makes a doll appear from Luis's ear and they're now in love. Geek meets nerd. Hmm. Jared is then picked up by the DJ, played by Carlos his name. They head to his room to fall around. Jared then picks up product placement number five, a flesh jack or fleshlight. As Jared gets him to kiss it and he just runs off because he can't do this whole sex thing. So, mm. And note, apparently this was the director's personal flesh jack. That's so fucking disgusting. Cut to the beach. Now, Perez now has dozens of followers that are all anti-gay. Andy tries to pick up Luis by grabbing his dick. And who said Romance was dead? But Luis is having none of it. He is a virgin. <gasps> My lord. By the way, bullshit. Pretty well, I'm a virgin. I think not. Anyway, meanwhile, on the beach, Griff is getting blown by Pledge. Jared 
text him to stop it, but it's too late as he splooges on his iPhone, product placement number 6. So Jared is all alone in his bed wearing his Aussie bum briefs, product placement number 7. Meanwhile, Andy is showgirling in the hot tub, if you've seen the movie you'll know that reference, with some random guy. Meanwhile, Nico, mummy dearest, stares in shock from across the pool. And I love the extra has no clue what the hell this Andy actor is doing. He's just sitting in sheer shock as this guy is dolphining all over the place. I mean, <clears throat> next morning, Andy has pink eye from the pool. Jared is depressed. Griff scored with pledge. And Nico is an outfit number God knows what. He's wearing a plant on his head for some fucking reason. What the hell? And a bird? What the fuck? From across the patio, the Jaspers in matching Just As Boys tees. Product place number 8. Are loving it as Griff and Jared's relationship is on the rocks. With Jared and Griff's relationship imploding, Nico tries to make it about himself since he struck out last night. Disgusted with this, Jared and Griff walk off to their rooms. Actually, walk off in their own ways. Andy spots Lewis and tries it on yet again, leaving Nico all alone. Oh, the poor did He's all alone for himself the first time ever, probably. With his thoughts. Right, <clears throat> Cut to Andy and Lewis's date. Water skiing. Andy is so hard up, he wipes out both himself and Lewis before he shows off his erection, as you do. Now, I love how the actual water skiing extras aren't even wearing the same fucking outfits as Andy or Luis. Terrible bloody uh, continuity. And you can just tell what these two actors are on green screen while quote-unquote skiing as the, the cast is throwing water at their faces. And here is where Luis tells Andy he's a virgin. Plus, he isn't into fucking randoms. He wants an actual boyfriend. So cut to Jared and Griff, patching things up, writing down yet more rules for their hookups, such as no kissing, no bareback, no overnights, etc, etc. As on the beach, Nico strikes out time and time again, as he's still wearing that stupid idol. Also, Perez is building a sandcastle which morphs into the Virgin Mary. Seagulls shite the crap on it, so he thinks it's a stigmata, as he gets crap on his hands also. It's a sign from God he's now the chosen one the fuck? Meanwhile, down the beach, Jasper Chan finds out he has crabs in the form of huge rubber crabs. Kidding? So, as I says, Perez gets shot on the hands, I think it's a matter. He then rubs it in Nico's face as Nico tries to hit it on with Jasper Chan as he has laughed off. And note, the seagull shit was sunscreen mixed with conditioner, apparently. Fucking disgusting. Oh yes, and I forgot the perfect 10 Nico daydream of him running towards Jasper Chan. You know, running on the beach with the seashells in the hair. Yeah, you know that movie reference, don't you? Of course you do. Nico falls flat on his face as Pledge places crabs in his beach bag. Then he's all laughed at and he does the whole, they're all going to laugh at you stuff from previous movie. Cut to that night. At a drive-thru, Andy and Lewis is on date number two. And note, this is not to Greece. Andy tries it on again with Lewis, who shuts him down yet again. Tell him he is not ready, he's still a virgin. Did you already say that one? Andy looks completely shocked and stunned. As he says he needs a foot long and some relish with it. Cut 
to Deji number 3 or 4 or what number it says, 6 or 12, I have no idea. As Andy has a baby Jane at a moment, his dad is dressed as Betty Davis, telling him to plough him immediately, and his mum, played by Lipsick here, is dressed as Joel Crawford, telling us to play it cool, this guy's a virgin, and this will be a long-term relationship. So Lois comes back with tacos, get it, he's from... I don't know, Cuba, where the hell he's from, Mexico, I have no idea where he's from, to be honest, sorry. And I didn't write this joke, so send your email complaints to TLA Movies, because he's a foreigner, he doesn't get footlong sausages and stuff like that, he gets tacos, I mean, mm. which probably more fun to popcorn, so that's a fucking shitty joke there. The two kiss, Andy is left with blue balls yet again. As next morning, all four boys go skinny dipping, and yes, you've guessed it, the Jaspers steal their clothes, so they must run naked to the hotel room, dodging all the horny gays and cops, because that's funny, haha? Nope, this <coughs> joke gets weird. All four boys run to a group of old Jewish women, and they hand them over handmade G-strings and such, and then they put cash in their strings as they shake their dicks in their faces. What the fuck did I just say there? I mean, hmm. This is where the movie goes off the fucking rails. This is supposed to be 19 year old boys. And we have a bunch of 60 something year old women fetishizing these gay teen boys. And it gets worse as the movie goes on and on and on. But I'll point out these worse factors later. Moving the fuck right on because this movie is just fucked. Onto the Jasper's scoring hand over fist as they spy on the boys. The fuck cue. A montage of Andy scoring left and right, with Nico sitting there watching with his score of zero. Shouldn't he have one point from the game show bit? Moving on. Next, Andy calls his dad to tell him he loves Lewis. Surprise! His dad is in Florida with a huge butt plug shot of his arse. And every time you see him on screen, it falls out of his arse. Hilarious, right? I mean, who wrote this stuff? So at a pool slash waterfall, Nico finds a merman, played by Brett Cohagen, who tells him to let his freak flag fly. Because apparently he's a freak. And note, this mermaid tail costume cost $5,000 and was specifically built for Brent Cohagen's body and ass. Uh. Anyway, spoiling the moment, some drunk out of his fucking head on, I don't know, crack. Preppy shows up looking like shit with this rancid dick hanging out begging Nico to blow him. Like I said, this is the start of the thing going off the fucking rails as the dick is disgusting and it looks like having it washed about a fortnight and apparently this is a real dick when the, the director says it's somebody from production crew. Awkward. Anyway, that night when all four boys are tucked into bed, the plastic slash rubber crabs come out of Nico's beach bag and nest in their boys' pubes and cue a weird animation of the crabs dancing in the pubes. The fuck? Next morning, all four boys have burning woods. Andy wakes up first and tries to jack off Jared, but Griff says nope and then just lets Andy jack him off. As Andy then jacks off Nico at the same time. Seconds later, Andy gets bitten by two huge rubber crabs and cue all four boys shaving off their pubes in the shower. Get in. Down at the pool, now clean shaven, 
Jared is reading another gay movies flyer with the original cast on the front. Take that original cast. As Nico is wearing a goth kilt and boots for reasons. Isn't it supposed to be fodder uh, during spring break? Wouldn't it be fucking roasting hot? But moving the fuck on. And cue product placement number nine. As Terrell shows off the free Aussie bump speedos each man gets for entering the wet package competition that night. So the Jaspers rub it into the boys, but how um, how they've got crabs and such, and how they've got an itching sensation. Didn't you give the guys the crabs in the first place? Also, product place number 10, Humpy's Pizza, as Pledge holds up a crab pizza. Kidding. Nico plans revenge. So he runs back to the hotel room to get the crab-infested pubes and sticks them in the Jasper's speedos. With help from RuPaul, as RuPaul can't stand these pledges, they're not a bunch of spoiled brats since they came there several years earlier. Here, RuPaul tells Nico the tiki is cursed and get rid of it pronto. So, Liddy Bunny then starts the wet package competition as hoses down the Jaspers. As the crabs bite, bite them, they're embarrassed and strip off and run off stage completely naked, and they're all laughed at. Back on their houseboat, the Jaspers plan revenge. Pledge wants to have none of it. As Jasper Prime slices his ballsack with a Bic razor. Product placement number 11, Barbie. That night, Andy and Luis are all over each other in the pool, so decide to take it further in the pool house. Too bad the horny gays sniff them out and Luis runs for it just before Perez does an exorcist bit as he throws holy water on them, telling them the power of Christ compels not to come, or hell it is. And his dad shows up wearing a leather daddy outfit again. The fuck? Meanwhile, in their room, Griff and Jared have a three way with Colton Ford. Too bad Jasper Prime has put super glue in the lube. Griff is stuck inside Jared, and Griff has his ass ripped off by Colton Ford after he has a mini panic attack. So the boys head to the Freak Link for help. As this is happening, Andy starts having sex with a random furry. It's his dad! And this is where the movie completely falls off the fucking cliff and hits a tsunami of shit. Luis walks in on it and finds it the scene of absolute abject horror. Both Andy and his dad start to throw up Fat Magao style and it's just fucking gross. As this goes on for about five fucking minutes. It's just disgusting. Nico returns to the waterfall pool to see Stan the merman. He then tells him he's a water freak for some fucking reason. I have no idea what's happening here. Here the movie comes off the rails, goes down the fucking hill fast, is hit with a snowy of shit and then exploded on by the worst piece of shit writing ever as it is covered in a torment of absolute trash. Nico's daydream of golden showers. He goes too far as having a sing it in a rain reference. The fuck is going on here? Meanwhile, Andy has a day of the dead nightmare as all the men he's ever had chase him and Lewis in the bathhouse for fucking reasons. Old man to fist them both. Andy is then quickly turned into a zombie and dances the fister. Yeah, that joke's terrible, by the way. The fister. As this is happening, Nico's dream or should that be you? wet dream of him getting pissed on by random guys and he's loving it. 
now fully zombie, Andy has Louise pinned, and he shoves his fist into Louise's stomach and rips it open. Andy awakes screaming, and Nico awakes having pissed on himself, and he is loving this. Again, what the actual fuck? Who wrote this thing? I thought this was hilarious. Product place number 12, the Club Fort Lauderdale, which is a real bathhouse with real naked members, as they've been used for zombies, as you do. In walks a now separate Jared and Griff, with Jared's hand bandaged up and Griff's ass has a bloody handprint on his fresh white knickers, as you do. Product place number 13, Ginch Gunch underwear, worn by Jared. Anyway, out of the closet walks Perez, dressed as Mrs. White from Carey, doing her, but I liked it speech, you know. His breath smelled of whiskey, and I liked it, I liked it. He put it in me, but I liked it. Yeah, like that, but worse. But this was shot in March of 2008, and is completely wrong. Anyway, that night is the final night. The mass gang gay orgy. People are fucking left and right. All but Griff and Jared who leave to get pizza and Andy wants Louis. Nico picks up the bullhorn and pours his little heart out that he is not your typical pretty boy gay, but a freak, an outcast, a weirdo. He then calls all the freaks to come to him as they all put out the road work and they all have a mass orgy for themselves. Meanwhile, Andy tells Louis he loves him. They finally have sex, and his dad lets his butt plug fall out of his ass and hits Perez Hilton on the head, and he's back to his old cockhound self. Griff and Jared have the pizza guy, played by Michael Lucas. Jasper Prime eats some guy's ass and gets shit on his lips, as he loses all his powers. Pledge then takes over, sticking the ball shock doing his speedos, the Jasper Prime that is, as Jasper changes points and laughs. Nico wins the contest, Andy finds true love, Jared and Griff are a couple again, Nico returns to the waterfall pool, giving Stan his crown as he wasn't real at all, he just throws it into the, the pool and just walks off. The boys toast a successful holiday and wait for part 3 in space, which never happened as this fucker tanked as credits mercilessly roll. So that was another gay sequel, Gays Gone Wild. Trashy, crude, rude, cheap, tacky, and just plain bloody bad. This is beyond disgusting. Perez Hilton might be the worst actor I have ever seen. RuPaul and Lady Bunny phone this fucker in. The script isn't funny nor sharp. This thing is just lame, desperate, and needy. It is just disgustingly gross for the sake of being disgustingly gross. I say avoid this fucker. I'm going to give us a zip out of 10. Nada, zero, nothing. Still, come back next week as I kick off the two-month Spider-Man run, which runs through June and July. I'm going to cover all live-action Spider-Man movies. August is Poltergeist, September is... James Bond movies, and October is Occult movies. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe, and follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's Pod. And now go check out one of my hundreds of other podcasts. Eh, bye!